quick reminder, the host of this show are employees of Mach 1 Financial Group. Guests on the show may be clients of Mach 1 Financial Group and comments should not be taken as an endorsement or testimonial of the firm. Comments are the sole opinion of the speaker and do not reflect the opinion of Mach 1 Financial Group. This podcast is for informational purposes only and nothing said on the show should be taken as investment advice. Employees and clients of Mach 1 Financial Group may maintain positions in the securities or strategies discussed. Hello and welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment where we provide financial information on topics such as investing, insurance, financial planning, and everything related to your money. This is Matt Walters here with David Lee and Natalie here at the office and today on the podcast we have a very special guest here to discuss mortgages, refinancing, home equity loans, and reverse mortgages. So I guess you could say everything related to mortgages. Um, First, welcome to the podcast, David. How's it going today? Hey, I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Awesome. Natalie, how are you? Doing wonderful. Awesome. So we've been busy up here at the office, grinding away, and um, we get a lot of questions about everything related to finances, right? And mortgage is obviously a big one for a lot of people. It's one of the, if not the biggest purchase you'll ever make in your life. Um, It's a big commitment. So we get a lot of questions and people asking our advice on it. And um, thankfully we have, we have several good trusted partners in the community when it comes to estate planning and mortgages and real estate, tax planning, tax planning, and all of the the various areas that we get asked about, but we're not necessarily the experts or the go-to people on. So Thankfully, we have people like Chad Hartsfeld um, that we have relationships with. And so Chad is here today and want to give a quick introduction before um, we just jump straight into the conversation. So Chad is with, uh, is it Rock Mortgage? Rock Mortgage. The Rock Mortgage, right? So Chad's married to Tara and they have four kids. He's been in the financial services business for about 17 years um, and currently is the branch manager for Rock Mortgage here in they have an office in Rogers, and then I think just as of yesterday, opened up a Bentonville office. That is correct. Rainbow so, Curve. Yes. Awesome. So, uh, full disclosure, Chad is who a lot of us have personally worked with. So, David and myself both just did business. I think Natalie might be in the process. So, we not only know Chad, but we've done business with him. So, just kind of full disclosure there. But there's a reason that we've done. That's right. Chose to do business with Chad. So, um, anyways, all of that said, Chad, we're glad you're here today. How's it going? <laughs> Great. Thank. First of all, I'll say thank you for inviting me over to, to talk about mortgages and also to mock one the the market moment podcast. I didn't real, realize was out there. Yeah. And so I jumped on that and started listening. Great information. Awesome. Yeah, the great Appreciate information. That. No, you're most welcome. Yeah. So I, I passed that forward to my team yesterday. What's this text about? Yeah. <laughs> Subscribe. Just yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah, you we, for that. We try to put a lot, a lot of information on just current events, what's going on in the world, financial topics. And today it happens to be mortgage. This has been a hot topic, especially here in Northwest Arkansas, I think, because one, the real estate market's so hot. A lot of people are moving here. Homes are being bought and sold just constantly. We got into that on uh, with a podcast with Chad Beebe a few weeks ago. Um, but then also on top of that with the historically low interest rates. So I think there's a, multi, uh, a couple different factors that have played into why we're getting asked so many questions related to mortgages and refinancing and those types of things. So all of that said, you've been doing this a long time. Um, what is now a unique time? I mean, is it busier than normal? Kind of just give us an idea of what it looks like. We're, we are in the lowest rate environment I've been in. I've been in mortgages 22 years. I've done reverse mortgages for just over 17 years. And uh, the lowest rate environment I've ever been a part of. And it's, uh, you know, I laugh. We moved from Colorado here six years ago. And I had a 3.5% rate. And my wife will never, ever see that again. 
And here we are. We just, <laughs> in fact, we just refinanced ours down <laughs> and saved enough to put in a pool that she's wanted for 20 years. So <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, it is. It really is unbelievable when you look at um, where rates are at and how long they've been low and, you know, trying to figure out, well, how long are they going to stay this low? And nobody really knows, but, um, but that's a question a lot of people are asking. So talking about rates, I know we can't necessarily get into specifics of this is exactly what someone might be able to get if they reached out to you. But just generally speaking, what are you seeing and what have you seen over the last month or two in terms of like fifth year standard kind of 15 year fixed and 30 year fixed rate mortgages? Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of factors people don't realize that go into an interest rate. Um, are you looking at doing a rate and term refinance, uh, which is a lower rate? Are you looking at taking cash out of your home? And then we look at if you're taking cash out of your home, is it wise to do a HELOC? Maybe do a HELOC instead of doing a uh, cash out refinance. What's a, what's a HELOC? A HELOC is home equity line of credit. Yeah. And usually they are a 10 year or a 15 year term on those. And some people take out a small HELOC and we please don't mess up your low interest rate and add that on because you can pay that off you know, fast. Sure. And so yeah. don't, don't tie that up. Uh, and we do a side by side comparison for those. But as far as interest rates for a 30-year and 15-year, they've actually just kind of hovered the last two months, um, staying about the same. But it depends on their loan to value, how much their house right. is worth, you know, uh, compared to what they owe, their credit score, also their debt-to-income ratio. Right. And so what's nice is um, when they apply online and we start building a plan, for an example, uh, <laughs> before I came here, I had a gentleman uh, working with Angel has a 716 credit score. But if he could get above the 720, it saves him an eighth of more of a point. And so we told, talked to him before coming over here, hey, if you pay this one credit card down to 10% utilization rate, 10% of your credit limit, it bring, actually bumps his score to 740. And so he gets the best rate that's possible in the market. Yeah. Great advice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you see with rates this low, I know, and I'm gonna, I might get in over my head here pretty quick, so I might have to backtrack, but I know you're able to purchase points right to to reduce your interest rate correct did i say that, you said that okay you said that correct okay. yeah you can so pay with, points with rates as low as they are is that something that you're seeing a lot of people doing or are you recommending is it, it it's funny it's a topic we had last week uh, before moving over to our bentonville office around the you know, just kind of around our table round table and uh most people in northwest arkansas don't stay that long there are a lot of transit you know here two right. the years three years four years so paying before you wanted to pay it down, nobody knew you paid it down. You can say on the block party, "Hey, I got the lowest interest rate. Here's what I got." Yeah. But now it's not really that smart. You know, it's money invested somewhere else is, is smarter. Sure, sure, okay. Um, a lot of refinancing going on. So obviously, people wanting to move, buy a home. You know, me, myself, Natalie, we're in the process of both purchasing a home and moving, but. Um, David refinance. I have a lot of clients refinance. So not necessarily wanting to move, just trying to get a better rate. Um, what's the rule of thumb if if someone's out there looking, trying to answer the question of should I refinance based on their current rate, how much equity they have in their home? What are some things? Oh, yeah. so, so a rule of thumb we've always uh, told clients if it's at least one percent or more, it's worth a refinance. How, however, if you would like to talk to people upfront, what are their goals? You know, uh, if they're a young couple and got kids in school and they're going to be in that home seven plus years, so although we're going to be in school, they're going to go to the University of Arkansas, we're here 10 years plus. Then we tell them a half percent is worth looking at because it takes time to recoup their closing cost. Sure. And so if they're not sure, and then we just tell them, hey, if you can't drop it one one percent, it's not probably not worth it. Yeah. Okay. 
So um, based on, if I could real quick yeah. here, based on what you're seeing right now in terms of 15 or well, 15 or 30 year rates, what would that mean? Like if, if you're paying X percent or more today, then you should look at refi. If you're paying 4% or more today. Okay. Yeah. Then you should look at, you refi. should look at refi. Okay. Yes. Thank you. You're yeah. welcome. Give Chad a call. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> if you're paying 4% or more today, you should give Chad a call. We'll give Chad's uh, contact information at the end of the podcast. Yeah. So, um, and you mentioned closing costs a minute ago. If for someone looking to refinance or wanting to buy a home, um, what does the fee structure look like and the closing costs for not only you, but then any kind of um, clarity you could provide, you know, working with the title company? Exactly. Or- exactly. So one thing we really control is our fee and sure. our rate. So our fee is whether it's a $100,000 loan or a million dollar loan, our fee stays the same and that's eight thirty two. $832 is our fee. Okay. And then the rest you have is your title fees uh, and you can shop title companies for the lowest if you want to, homeowners insurance and your taxes, which is your escrow. Right. And so closing costs, when people apply online and they say, hey, I, I need a note to the penny, well, we can get it within very close because you're still shopping usually homeowners insurance for the best rate. Right. But, but closing costs uh, and prepaid are two different things. Uh, prepaid is your escrow account with your homeowner's insurance and taxes. Taxes, mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. Okay. It's in your monthly payment. And then closing costs are, are separate. That's your title fees and our fee and the appraisal fee. Is it pretty standard for the mortgage company's fee to be a fixed per dollar amount? Or is it often a percentage? Or what is that? It's all over the board. They're all okay. different. Yeah. So it, 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 I say shop around. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, you mentioned it a minute ago, and I think it was good advice, um, but I want to get into it a little bit more. The The idea of like a home equity line of credit versus a cash out refinance. Yes. So you, I'm sure you see this a lot. I mean, somebody who's owned their home, living there, has lived in it for 10 or 15 years and plans on staying there. And they look at what real estate values have done and they're like, wow, my home's worth half a million dollars, right? And I've got $300,000 of equity in it. And they start immediately a lot of people's brain, you know, mind starts racing through like all the possibilities of if I could access that capital. So when you're looking at accessing equity in your home and the differences and the benefits of a, of a HELOC versus a cash out refinance, let's walk through that a little bit again of, of when you might want to consider one versus the other. One versus the other. So it really depends on the person and their, their goals. Um, are they close to retirement or are they young? So what we like to do is we like to start in the very front. What are the, what are their goals ultimately? What are their investment goals? Um, so maybe they're taking that money out to invest in something. Right. Uh, or are they trying to pay off some high interest credit cards if they're younger and you know use that money to go through college? And so we like to sit down. Each individual client is so different. I mean, it, it's really a one-on-one and what their overall objectives are for yeah. sure. Yeah. Also, um, you correct me if I'm if I'm wrong here, but in my experience, most HELOCs are variable rate. Variable rates, Whereas, uh Obviously, if you do a refi, cash out refi, then you're typically refining into a fixed rate. And that is correct. Right. And so that could be a a disadvantage, I would think, of going with a HELOC right now, because we know we're at historically low rates. Theoretically, rates should have nowhere to go but up from here. Exactly. That's you're exactly right. We tell people that want a smaller amount HELOC cash out, don't need a whole lot to go get a HELOC because they can pay it off really quick. Uh, Don't tie it into your mortgage. But you're exactly right. Almost all HELOCs are adjustable. Um, there are a few out there that are fixed, but if they're fixed, they're a short-term fix, like a five-year fixed. Yeah. yeah. And then one other thing I want to mention before we go on to the next topic here, speaking of refis and you know, speaking of my own personal situation here, one thing that uh, I was able to do working with your company, Chad, 
is I had about 26 years left on a 30-year refinance to a 15-year rate. So I was able to refi to a 15-year rate at 2.25%. So I, not only did I knock about nine years off of the time remaining on my mortgage, but my monthly payment really didn't increase very much. And and I'm sure you've seen lots of situations like that. Oh, yeah. Well, the first thing we want to do when we talk with people like yourself, are you comfortable with your current payment? Yeah. Because if you are, okay, let's get the term down then. Yeah. You know, we, we're taking a lot of people um, from 27, 28, 29, 30 years left on their mortgage down to a 20 or 15. Yeah. And because they're making the exact same payment. Yeah. Which is, you know. <laughs> get yeah. retire a little sooner then. Yeah, absolutely. We're we're big fans of being debt free. The less debt you have, the the less money it takes to be able to retire, and that's what we help people with is retirement planning. You know, exactly right. Yeah. Um, the last kind of big conversation or big topic is reverse mortgages, and this is something I think David would agree with me on. Neither David or myself are are experts in this area. It's not something we've done a lot of. We've definitely heard about it, done a little bit of research, but it's it's a newer option that I think we've recently considered or have become open to. So this last little bit of the podcast, let's talk about what a reverse mortgage is so we can start there just defining a reverse mortgage and then maybe get into a, a hypothetical example or two of when someone might when it might be beneficial for someone to consider or look into a reverse or even mortgage. better, you know, real examples of what you've yeah. dealt oh, with. Oh, no doubt. So a uh, reverse mortgage is also called a HECM. Uh, it's home equity conversion mortgage. Okay. And you'll hear that. You'll hear Tom Selleck say that a thousand times if you watch TV. Any. <laughs> and so a reverse mortgage uh, are for people either or have to be 62 or older. So at least one spouse or the person has to be 62 years of age or, or older. Okay. Um, and then what people don't realize, a reverse mortgage can be used to purchase a home, um, or a reverse mortgage can be used to pay off your mortgage and not have a monthly mortgage payment. However, you still, just like a mortgage, you pay your monthly uh, homeowner's insurance and taxes. And so there's many different avenues of, uh, of a reverse mortgage. And to your point, David, uh, perfect example. We have a lady we just closed on in central Arkansas and she'll probably kill me. She hears this. I think she just turned 70. Um, uh, and then life happened, you know, and all of a sudden she's got two, I say teenage, one's a teenager, one's younger, uh, that she has to take care of due, due to, uh, an accident. And so she, all of a sudden that mortgage payment and taking care of two kids that were not a part of my household or my budget is suddenly just a halt to my life. And so we sat down and talked, you know, she can stay in that home until she passes away or she decides to sell the home. And so taking that monthly mortgage payment away from her allowed one of them to stay in the Eagle Scouts and then allowed the other one uh, to join while well, he was in Cub Scouts and kind of follow brother's footsteps. And so she had the extra money and then one is wants to be a musician. So she has extra money to go to these different things now yeah. and invest in it. Whereas before she had very little money at the end of the month. Yeah. That had to have been a huge relief for her. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. We, yeah, it's nice, nice cards, life changing for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Not just for her. Yeah. 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 For those kids. Kids. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Before we, before we started the podcast, we were talking about, um, and you were giving an example of how reverse mortgages are a lot more flexible today than they maybe were, uh, however many years ago. Oh, yes. Yes. And, um, why that's beneficial for someone and how they could use it. Maybe it's, maybe someone, is out there and they, they have enough income coming in in retirement. They have a decent amount of assets. Um, 
you know, should someone in that situation still consider looking at getting a reverse mortgage or looking into it? Oh, exactly. Well, uh, so there's two different things here. I like to go over one, um, during COVID season <laughs> that we're currently in, um, and, you know, back in midsummer, people were scared of their 401ks and retirements losing money. So what they were able to do is take money from their house and live from that either on a month, monthly income or a lump sum until this passes and they can go back to, you know, uh, they didn't want to take away from it while the market was going down. Right. Um, another one is a, a couple in Miramar beach, Florida. They live here, live in Bella Vista. Um, and they're by taking the money from their house. It's fully paid for. And then by using that cash to go make an offer on a condo in Miramar beach. So it gives them a place. They always went to Florida for the winters. And now both places are basically paid for yeah. and, and living without a, any debt. They just pay their taxes, insurance, and then their homeowners. What a cool idea. What a cool idea, you know, to have a, a second vacation home without really any money out of pocket. No money out of pocket and no change to their lifestyle. Yeah. Actually. Uh, That's a cool idea. Yeah. <laughs> actually, um, Don told me, he said, actually, we are cheaper because we would go down and rent a place yeah. for five, six months. Yeah. But we had to pay the same fees year round. He said, we actually saved money by pulling the money from our house and going paying cash for the, for the any, condo. Any downsides? It sounds like a, a fantastic idea. Any There's downsides to almost everything. Oh, in yes. Life. What there's are the always downsides, downsides. Of, of doing something like that, of using a, a reverse mortgage to buy a vacation home? Yeah. So downsides. So you're taking the equity from your house, of course. So if And you can sell your house and get that equity back at any time. So there's no loss there. The, the cons against it is if you wanted to stay in your home T passed when you want to leave it to an heir. If you want to leave, so that heir can then refinance. It's kind of like a insurance life insurance policy. They name who they want to leave first right of refusal to, and then they have first right of refusal to pay that note, pay that note off. They can refinance that and, and move into the house, or they have a year once they pass away to put a for sale sign in the yard and sell that property if they don't want it. So, great. I'm yeah. uh, so I th I've got a great idea. I think. I'm going to put a reverse mortgage on David's home and then go buy a vacation <laughs> property down in Florida. Yeah. I, I appreciate the idea. Um, most of them. And, so, and one other kind I'd like to jump on. Um, reverse mortgages started back in 1980s with, under the Reagan administration. And AARP had the market until the Clinton administration said, hey, let's break this up. And Congress said, this is a monopoly. So it went out to all lenders at that time. So they spent over a billion dollars downing reverse mortgage. So they have a lot of negative press with them. Sure. And I will say, um, FHA capped it where a lender can only charge up to 2% of the loan amount as their fee. However, at Rock Mortgage and at Bank of Little Rock Mortgage, who we're owned by, uh, we keep our fee at 832 no matter what loan it is. Even so, on a reverse mortgage. Even on a reverse mortgage, correct. Wow, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah there is there is a lot of negative you know, stuff out there on reverse mortgages. And we're familiar with that with, you know, we use certain types of annuities. There's a lot of bad press and um, information on there and on annuities, you know, and so you can't take everything that you read or see on, on the news or an infomercial at face value. You, you have know, to you, consider the source and right. You want to think educate about yourself what and, the other side of that is and why they're trying to tell you it's such a bad deal. Yeah. And That's like exactly David right. said, and Chad, Chad agreed as well. There's always, there's always a downside. Yeah. There's always a downside. You want to weigh the pros and cons. And That's we're, right. We're always talking to people about if, you know, if someone's trying to sell you something and they don't talk about the potential downsides, um, run, run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to be careful. So, Always weigh the pros and cons. So just as a as a recap, as we're talking about mortgages today, refinancing, HELOCs, reverse mortgages, 
We're currently in one of the lowest, the lowest interest rate environments that, that any of us have ever seen. Um, so it's a great time to just ask those questions, reach out to Chad and his team, you know, look at your situation, see if there's something that might make sense for you. It, it Chad mentioned it earlier, but, uh, a kind of good rule of thumb, don't hesitate to reach out to him regardless of what your current interest rate is. But if you're, if you currently have above a 4%, very, very likely that they could do a lot for you and something that you need to take into consideration, um, you know, look into, we work with a lot of retirees, people near retirement here at Mach 1. You know, reach us at the reverse mortgage conversation, in all honesty, is not a conversation we've had with a lot of people. Um, but reach out to us and we can help you with that. Bring Chad in when it makes sense and, and see if something might make sense for you. Um, always do look at the break-even analysis of the fees and the costs of refinancing and those types of things. Want to really crunch the numbers. And um, kind of just giving a quick recap, Chad, if, if somebody listening wants to get more information or reach out to you, what's the best way for them to do so? Uh, they can go to our website at teamheartsfield.com or give us a call at 479-321-3355. Awesome. And we will, you can always call our office as well. We will have business cards. We could pass along Chad and Chad's information is in his team's information. So Chad, we appreciate you being on the show today. Thank Great you to guys. Have you appreciate in. it. And, um, appreciate it's, it's exciting times, especially in Northwest Arkansas. There's a lot happening in the real estate mortgage industry. Um, so it's exciting. It's fun. And it's not even what I do for a living. So, um, <laughs> as always, submit any questions that you have. You can do so directly on our website under the podcast tab, or you can email us at podcast at mock-onefinancial.com. Would love to see any questions that you have. We'd be sure to, we'll be sure to address those on future podcasts. Thanks, Natalie, for uh, producing the show. As always, we appreciate the effort you put into this. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what's coming up next week? So it's coming up next week. We actually, this is the week of mortgages at Mockwine. So next week on Tuesday, we have our Money School series. If you have not been tuning into Money School, you are missing out. It's an 11-week series that talks about all types of various topics from budgeting, debt, emergency funds, bank accounts. And this next Tuesday, the 27th is mortgages. So if you have friends that aren't aren't so much into podcasts, but are or would w- watch a video, invite them to our Money School series. It's Tuesdays at 7 p.m. It's on our Facebook page as well as YouTube page. Um, if you want to get them connected here with Chad, if you'll go to our Facebook, LinkedIn, or YouTube page, you can find his information oh, um, tagged along with this podcast and you can stay in the loop. Also, next week, we're going to have a guest, Will Corcoran, and he's going to talk to us about Medicare. So be sure to tune in next week and hear from Will. All right. Thanks, Natalie. And as always, we want to we wanna mention a thought of the day. Mike actually found this one for us. He's our, he's our go-to guru on thoughts of the day. So, um, this one's from Eleanor Roosevelt, and it says, he said, if it takes as much energy to wish as it does to plan. I like that one. Mike does a good job on the thoughts of the day. So that's it for today. We appreciate you listening to the podcast, and we look forward to you joining us next time on the Mach 1 Market Moment. Mach 1 Financial Group, Inc. Mach 1 is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in Bentonville, Arkansas. Mach 1 may only transact business in those states in which it maintains a notice filing or qualifies for an exemption or exclusion from registration requirements. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular skill level or ability. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The information presented is the sole opinion of the speaker and is not meant to be investment advice. 
Mach 1 does not provide tax or legal advice. You should speak with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. For full disclosures, please visit www.mach-1financial.com disclosures.